<laughs> Welcome to the Borowski Duels podcast. And this is your, I mean, I think for now I'm going to call it like the, like the Thursday movie review Thursday or movie review Thursday. I don't know. I want to bring another episode a week where I come through with the movie reviews, with the documentary reviews, with the series, you know? I, I know that I already do this on my podcast, but maybe some of you just want to hear me talk the crap when I'm on the podcast, and I'm going to make it more specific so you can have... Oh, shit, my window's open. And you can have a specific episode for the movies only. So thank you, Adrian, for joining me once again to talk about a very special movie today. Damn right, dude. Gonna make this a habit. Yeah, it looks like you live in jail. What do you mean? With uh, your blinds over there, like the metal. Anyway, getting off topic oh, here. Nice. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Let's talk about some movies. Deal movies, and today we have a movie that came out recently, right? Because you know, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna hit on some classics, but we're also gonna hit on on the current events. So that we can, you know, bring you the sows. And uh, on one of our podcasts, we reviewed uh, Don't Look Up. So we, did, we already started this, but I think it was more fit to put it in, a, in an actual sort of separate episode on a weekly basis. But enough of the BS. Subscribe to the thing, share it. And we're going to talk today about the movie The Power of the Dog. Which I saw it yesterday. And if we would have done the podcast yesterday, I would have been very hard on the movie. Yeah. It still sucks and it's still a piece of shit. But after I took a shower this morning and I pondered on it, (laughs) I was like, you refreshed a bit. It it wasn't (laughs) the worst movie I've seen. When I saw it yesterday, I thought it was. You know, I felt the the same way when uh, when I was writing notes about that today. And I was when I was writing notes on the card counter, I I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, now that I think of it, maybe it wasn't so bad. Maybe I was a little too harsh. I jumped the gun a little bit. But yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was extremely passionate on how on how bad it was compared to how much praise it got. And because compared it to was how just much time you invested in it. Right. It is, yeah, it is, what, like two hours and a half? This is the thing. Like, I think the reason why I felt it wasn't as bad later on is because... Because... The story itself is not a horrible story. It's actually like it has some interesting things. My problem is when you make it in such a long time, it makes it almost like no matter how good the story is, it's just you fucked it up for me. And I just found the movie to be a complete bore. It was so long for for it to be two hours. Yeah, I mean, I I guess if this was like a like a mini movie, I don't know, like an hour long. That could have made sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It felt like they intentionally, and we were talking about it, they intentionally dragged a lot of a lot of the scenes and a lot of the parts, I think, to to build up the suspense. But all it did was just make you want to fast forward through the movie. Also, how I felt with Don't Look Up. Bro, this whole yeah, this this is very similar to Don't Look Up in, in certain things where it just drags. And similar to Don't Look Up, I was just looking at my phone the whole time, placing bets. I'm now doing sports bets. And, dude, you know what it is, man? We were speaking about this on The Green Room. These motherfucking directors today think that there's, like, some sort of art 
in making things super long and trying to build this tension. And that works when it's a great director that does it well. But when it's like this scammy, schemy bullshit where like you're just making it long because you think that's going to... No, like a movie is good and then it can also be long, but it has to be good. It's not good because it's long. It's good and it just happens to be long. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. with this movie... You know, I mean, I, I took a bunch of notes, and I guess we're gonna. A lot go of the scenes them. dragged on. They dragged on, and they they just like. Granted, it did have beautiful cinematography. The landscape of everything was very nice, very well done. It really put you in in where they were, but it just it took so long to get from one part to the next, and to the next, and to the next. And they, I think they even, I'm pretty sure even they know about it because they split it up into those acts. Oh, but yeah, one, I have five. some notes on that shit. I have, I've seen this on other movies. I don't like it. And we, I mean, by the way, if you're watching this podcast, you 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 must have seen this movie, right? And this is going to be a spoiler. Like, it's, it's my first episode on this movie review. So, so, you know, bear with me. But yeah, you should have seen this already. If you haven't, go see it and then come, you know, hear us talk shit. And then you can join <laughs> in on the comments. But... Yeah, the the cinematography was beautiful. The Montana, like the beginning of the movie with a little guitar playing, like or banjo, and then you have this like cattle that they're pushing through these fields. Oh, like that was amazing cin- cinematography. It's just that I feel like it was wasted because there was no story. The characters. <laughs> okay, don't you feel like the whole movie nothing was explained? Like. How the fuck this guy just goes into a town and marries this bitch, uh, Kirsten right? Durst? He, uh, all he has to do is show her a bit, a little bit of love. Yeah, like, Yo. and then the kid, is the kid, no, <laughs> is the kid no, even, not. is it, is the kid even his her mom, her her son? He calls her Rose. That's mine. That's mine. Do, do I have to? Can you just figure on the couch? I would have thrown it. You want me out of here? Yeah, that's kind of what I told you I was gonna, what I was gonna do before I did it, so that we wouldn't be doing this right now. It no lingers. They linger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. So, was the kid, um, Kristen Dors? Kirsten Durst, right? Durst. Durst. Was was he her son? Because he calls her Rose. Or is he just fucking he, retarded? I think I think I want to say he was on the spectrum. I want to say that he was on the spectrum. And he. I think he called her that on purpose. And and I was thinking about their, <laughs> their whole interaction. And I feel like they wanted to play up on like the cycle, the Norman Bates. And now okay. he has like this love hate relationship with his mom kind of like disrespects her a bit and wants to be in the, an individual but at the same time like wants to be with her forever and nobody else can be with her and that's why like at the end of the movie when he's looking out the window looking at her husband kind of wants to it alludes to him wanting to kill him too so that nobody can be with his mom no what i took from it was he was actually happy seeing his mom finally happy because that other motherfucker Cumberpatch was not around anymore. Yes, <laughs> I 
I saw the complete opposite. I thought he like was looking at him like you're next and I'm going to do some <laughs> other fucking maniacal bullshit to kill you mm. because I don't want anyone with my mom. Yeah, but I don't even think he even showed <clears throat> any sort of hate. I don't know. No, no, not hate. He didn't. No, no, I don't mean the hate. I, I, I never saw him show that much of care about his mom or whatever the fuck she was to him. But I mean, mm. yeah, I mean, I, that's understandable. I mean, there's a different interpretations. The whole fucking movie has a bunch of shit. Like, bro, there's just a bunch of shit that's incomplete. And I'm pretty sure, like, some movie buff guy would be like, yeah, you don't get it, bro. That's the point of it. You leave some mystery and shit. But he's like, yeah, yeah but some, sometimes it's just lazy writing. Like, why don't you explain things? Like, how? what's the point of bringing the governor? Uh, why is it that, by the way, I really like that actor, the blonde guy. He played in uh, in Breaking Bad, right? Yeah, yeah. I was actually just looking up his name because he's he's done really well, and he's actually I, got I really to a point like him as an role. actor. Jesse but I, Plemons. But I felt like in this movie, I mean, I guess part of the character was that he never talks, but like, I never really got anything from him. Oh, dude, and that's another thing. In the beginning of the movie, he's getting treated like shit by his brother, and I assume they do that. To show that, like, you know, he's a beta and then the brother's an asshole. But all of a sudden, this guy owns the ranch and he's just telling everybody what to do and doesn't have to work anymore after he got married. Yeah. Or was he already doing that before? You know? I don't know. It, it just goes from the power switch just changed instantly. And another thing that I found weird. You know when the kid goes around the other cowboys and the cowboys start, like, bullying him, right? For being, like, mm -hmm. girly-like or whatever. The, I understand these are times, you know, back in the day, but that's still the boss's kid, right? Well, yeah, in theory, yeah, but they do they respected Cumberbatch more, and they saw him as the the actual alpha, right? So they're gonna do whatever he wants to do, or however he's treating. Did the you kid. think? I mean, regardless of what we think of the movie, did you think Cumberbatch character was cool, like? It was was uh, impressive. Yeah, his acting absolutely. But as far as like his character development, I, I really don't understand. So like his whole gripe was that he missed Bronco Henry, and <laughs> I guess he was gay, and he maybe had a love relationship with Bronco Henry. I don't even know the point of bringing Bronco Henry. Yeah, into the they story. never explained shit about Bronco Henry. They never explained shit like, oh, I don't, I don't want to take a bath. And that's a whole issue. <laughs> it's like he didn't want to bathe with, bathe with the other guys. No, no, he didn't want to take a bath. Remember when, like, the governor? Oh came? yeah, well, he just like threw a fit. But he did, and he he did go shower in the lake by himself. Yeah. And the kid found his like porno mag in there. I'll be honest, bro. The, the whole time I'm like, please fuck something, fuck somebody at least. You know, give it some fucking. <laughs> the whole movie was building up to nothing. So I mean, let, let's go right to the ending, right? He okay, so he kills the guy using the animal hide that was from the dead cow. So that I guess had some infectious disease, and because the guy had a cut hand when he was making the ropes, he must have gotten the disease there, right? I mean, that's what the movie implies, right? Which I don't think is that bad of a thing. Like I mean, I think it's a it's an interesting take. But it's just like, it all fucking falls for me when you make it so fucking long and nothing else happens. Like, I felt like there could have been a lot of other things happening in the middle of that, you know? 
Do they fuck the night before? It looked like they were about to when he put the cigarette in his mouth and they looked at each other like like they both wanted to do that. I just thought the movie was going to go in a completely different direction. I thought that it was just going to be Benedict Cumberbatch and Christian Dunst just having that feud throughout the whole movie. And just like them, that shit just escalating to the point where they just it just got unbearable. And then it took the, the other turn of the kid just getting involved. And all of a sudden, Benedict Cumberbatch loves him all of a sudden and wants to take him under his wing after treating him like shit for so long. Yeah. And showing him the ways. And then... And, then and it seems like him. the kid takes advantage of that, I guess, to try to make him think that he's down to be cool with Cumberbatch, but really he's doing it so that he could fuck him over with a rope. And like, how much did he have to plan for his plan to go? Like, he had to plan that his mom was going to give the Indians the hides so that he could be like, oh, by the way, I have extra hides here. Another thing is they never explained their feud with the Indians. Like, why the fuck does he want to sell them the hides? Like, yeah, just being an asshole just to be an asshole. So many things that are like completely blank, empty. Uh, let me go through the points I have here, the notes. Um, so, yeah, well, I have here, oh, my God, it's so fucking slow. Snoozer. <laughs> yeah, so we talked about Yeah, it. I have the same thing. I said, it's slower than a kid in ESE class. <laughs> That's fucked up. I have nah, I slower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't put that clip. I know you like putting a little. Please don't, don't shine <laughs> okay, me in the brightest light. Slower okay, okay. than the motherfucker at the DMV who put in his two weeks of work. <laughs> slower than an old person telling a story i live okay. with, with two old people so that that might hit differently for if you live with your grandparents yeah super slow the music was good every time that little banjo would come in but it, the whole thing just moved me to at the end nothing happening and oh yeah and, and so i guess the whole thing was him being so angry and edgy about everything was because his brother was doing well in life and now he hates his wife for no apparent reason or he's just or or he's gay and he's just mad at anyone who has um, or he is right about the woman just wanting him for the money but they don't even never develop the character of the lady to be honest she's just she just goes crazy and she's always like oh no peter like bro knowing for but this is the thing today i was watching clips of a movie called moneyball you know, the one with Brad Pitt and Jonah yeah, yeah. Hill, Moneyball. One of my favorite movies, probably top 10. I couldn't stop watching clips because every scene in that movie grabs you. Like the big short, you know, like it grabs you because every move, every scene is so interesting. You cannot stop watching. With this shit, I couldn't fucking retain my attention for two fucking seconds because nothing happened. The whole thing with her playing the piano, but I can't, but hey. I... And then the guy playing the banjo too, Cumberbatch. The, what was that dynamic like? Well, that's what I that's what I'm telling you. Like I, I think that they were trying to just show how much they hated each other and they were gonna build up that feud until it got to a point where it was unbearable. And I thought the movie was gonna head in that direction, just playing on them too, having that feud throughout the whole movie. But it yeah. didn't, didn't seem that way. It just so I feel like things they, they got lazy toward the end. I didn't like the acts or chapter. Thing. So for the you know if you if, obviously if you watch the movie which you should if you're listening to this, it's divided like chapter one or <clears throat> act one, act two, act three, and I, I think it's a little presumptuous. And also, 
it, it like takes me away from the thing. I don't know. Like this is not Shakespeare or a fucking book. Like just I don't know. Just do the movie. Uh, so I didn't like the chapters thing. It made I it. I thought it would have. It would have played well if they would have gone with the storyline that I envisioned. Like Which, in, in okay, this but chapter, what happens at the end? Do they kill each other? I don't know, but not what so happened. So why are you just envisioning? Like, just uh, just them just. It being about those two actors, not bringing the kid in. The, the kid is just like, I just think that it's just a stupid inclusion. Well, the whole to make point it the of focal the kid, point about him. The whole point of the kid is so that they could play on the gay card. He couldn't you do know? with anybody else or, or the brother. I don't know, man. Like, it's just, I guess. All right. Which so. is weak, too. We, that's a stupid ass storyline, too. The whole reason, the whole movie is about him being gay and frustrated and then yeah, little yeah. kid kills him. Yeah, yeah. And at what point does the brother say, like, hey, bro, if you're going to, like, be like this, then get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I married this. He never has a confrontation with him. Yeah, it's always like, yeah, so whatever. Um, yeah, so I have here noted the whole time I wanted Cumberpatch to fuck someone so that it could get exciting. Yeah, nothing ever happened. Uh, um, another thing that I noticed... <laughs> There was an African-American in the crew, which I'm not sure if historically that was a thing in those times. So something to to note there. <laughs> you know, well, he was, a, he was the coolest one of them on made the group. And then they were all like, you know, they were all they were very like anti-gay, but then they were all in the lake naked, like fucking playing little wrestling with each other, which was a little weird, which is like, I don't get it. Like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it, it, like, you know, like the Russians are very manly and shit and very like, ah, I kill you. But then they have like traditions where like they'll go into a sauna together naked. And it's like, yeah, there's a picture of like uh, Habib with all his boys, all of them in the, in the little hot tub together. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, fucking Weird. old Bronco Henry. I, I think they, they, you know, they clap cheeks. He's always talking I about guess so because they, he made a, a huge emphasis on him. I guess he was in love with him because I don't. I don't see why else they would include him in the story. It's like the one that got away and died. I guess I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I looked up the definition. Well, not the definition of where the name of the movie came from, mm-hmm. and it's a. Uh, it's a from a verse in the, in the Bible. Yeah. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling, from the power of the dog. What does that even mean? Fuck if I know. Yeah, the director, I don't know. Sword, my... uh, yeah, maybe he... It seems like one of those movies that wasn't made for people like you and me, and it was just made for other actors or other food, uh, well, may... food critics. You, movie you critics. mentioned that it won a Golden Globe, right? Yeah, it did. So it, it the hit director, the right with, with the people. The, the director is a woman. So I don't know if they were trying to... Play the diversity card and give her the Golden Globes, but I don't know. But I don't movie, know what other movies were. Let's see the nominations. The movie lacked. And at this point, bro, I mean, I've been already clear on this. Like, if it's a Netflix movie, it's most likely gonna suck dick. I don't trust them anymore. No. I'm trying to find out. What other ones were up there? Other nominees. 
Man, he Benedict Cumberbatch was a nominee for this one as a as best an actor. actor. Yeah. And the kid was best supporting actor, or rather, oh yeah, he won it. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Christian thing is, Dunst. on their own, the kid, Cumberbatch, they play the characters well. It's just I didn't like the story. It just didn't motivate me. It didn't, it didn't make me feel invested or interested in any of the characters. They didn't give me enough depth and incentive to things, you know, like you never really got to know any of them and what their intentions were. So it was hard to really put a finger on on what was the dynamic that was going on. And, you know, it, it is a shame because, like you mentioned, the scenery, the like the music, you know, the wardrobe, the, you know, I'm setting up that house in the Montana mountains, I guess, if it was in Montana. I, I mean, that, that whole thing was beautiful, you know. But it's just like, come on, man, put a good story there. Put something exciting, something that has a climax, that has a change of pace that makes you like, oh, you know. They showed so many things that never ended up becoming anything that I'm like, then why the fuck you showed me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think we can agree that the movie shouldn't have won and it was lacking. The other nominees were King Richard. I want to see that one. That's the one with Will Smith. Will Smith, yeah, playing Serena and right, right, right. He's he's her dad. Oh, it's weird that the movie is about him and not his daughters. Mm. But anyway, there's that one. There's Dune. I haven't seen that one. Coda and Belfast. Belfast. Yeah. Mm. It's a young boy and his working class Belfast family experienced a tumultuous late 1960s ah okay. seems like this type of movies where they just tell you a story and kind of like <laughs> kind of like once upon a time in hollywood like once upon a time in hollywood has that flaw that this movie has in the sense that it doesn't have a story it's just a collection of scenes right but the thing is, the scenes are so good and captivating, at least in my opinion, that you sort of, in a way, disregard the fact that it's not a solid story because all the scenes have so much interesting things on it. Again, in my opinion, there's people that don't like it, and, and I understand that it's a weird movie to like. But with this one, nothing grasped me to the screen. And I mean, I, I pretty much got nothing else to say um, at, at the moment. That I can remember. Yeah, I don't either. I'm trying to think of a, at least one scene in the movie that was good. I think that 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 scene that she's playing the piano, and that he's like kind of like playing his little banjo in mocking her, showing her like you don't you can't play shit even though you've practiced so much. I think that one and was, he was like good. super. He was super petty. Like it is. <laughs> it, it just showed how much of a piece of shit he was, and I think that was the goal of it. And I think if there's any scene in that movie that stands out to me, probably be that one. But yeah. yeah, wouldn't watch it again. I wouldn't recommend it. No, if you if you haven't watched it and you listen to the whole review, that'd be weird. Uh, but yeah, it's not. By hearing movie. this review, you saw the movie. Yeah, you saw the movie already. <laughs> 
And if you did watch the movie, then hopefully this review made it not such a waste of time because the analysis of the movie allowed you to grow from it and sort of right. rebirth from the fucking ashes like a phoenix. Yeah, and you're not alone. You're not alone in the way you feel about the movie because clearly we feel the same. It is a piece of shit. You know, like I'm, I'm making a top 10 of pieces of shit movies and this is definitely in that bag with Don't Look Up and we're going to add... <laughs> movies uh there and we're also gonna have a good bag but i want to have a bad bag because i think it's important to remind people what are the shit movies that are being made out there well i would say it's not that bad it's not that bad it's just it shouldn't have won a an award a golden globe it's a little it's a reach it's a little bit funny all right, well, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. I hope you enjoyed this uh, movie review Thursday. We're going to continue to do these, not only with movies, but with series, with uh, documentaries, anything that is of the audiovisual uh, you know, realm so that we can review things that come out and give our opinion. You know, Sometimes they're going to be good, sometimes they're going to be bad, but we're going to be honest with you, all right? Uh, so thank you again for joining us, Adrian, and keep it real, broski doodles. Peace.